Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are going to be talking about social anxiety and being an introvert. But before we do that, I've come up with a name for the podcast. I'm just going to be calling it Introvert Life with NB. Plain and simple, you know us introverts, we like to overthink everything. We like to overcomplicate everything. I'm just going to make it plain and simple. But today we're going to be talking about social anxiety and being an introvert. Let's dive in. Social anxiety. Fuck, it's so fun to have social anxiety, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's funny though. Most people think that um, there's a big correlation. Like if you're introverted, you've got to have social anxiety. If you have social anxiety, it means you're an introvert. Not the case. Not always the case. For me, it is the case. And I know for a lot of people, it is the case as well. The thing is... Being introvert, we can't change that. But social anxiety, that's something that we can work on. Um, and as I mentioned before, being an introvert doesn't automatically mean that you're a socially anxious individual. You know, we can learn to we can learn skills to manage our social anxiety, but we cannot stop being introverted. My experience with social anxiety, yeah, it's at times it's got really bad. As in, I got really sick, fatigued. Um, shaking, sweaty palms, you know, my body and mind just telling me not to leave the comfort zone, stay in bed, stay in your comfort. It would do all these physical things to try and stop me. But then once I actually jumped out of my comfort zone, once I did what I had to do, once I was there, I was like, dude, I'm totally sweet. And after I'll be like, what the hell? Why did I Why did I do this to myself? It's like this this never-ending battle like or... Like you're playing a game, like you're always chasing yourself. It's, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, it's, it's weird. But it's, it, it's funny when you think about all the things that you, you've built up fear of over the, over the years. Like for me, um, a big, a story that I, I vividly remember um, is when I changed schools for year 11 and 12. Now, obviously changing schools is daunting in itself. Now, with someone with social anxiety, that's a whole new level. Um, I remember waking up that morning just automatically being sick straight away, having all those symptoms that I, I said before, you know, sick, shaky, like really fatigued, no clarity, like brain fog, overthinking everything. The whole way until I got to the school. Then I, start, I met a few people, got introduced, and I was like, oh, you know, this isn't so bad. And after the first day of school there, I was like, bro, why did I do this to myself? Like, honestly, it it wasn't even that bad. And like, even when it came to me playing, you know, footy, um, you know, training during the week, I'd be sweet. I'd get to game day. Yes, most people get nervous before a game, but... For me, having social anxiety, that's a whole new level again. I'd be sick, fatigued, all those symptoms, which is not good when you're meant to compete at a high level, both you know physically and mentally. You're going into a game not having haven't eaten or drinking much because you're just going to spew it up. 
and it really affected my game. Like, I was so surprised how I could actually go out there and play a full 80 minutes of footy without nothing in my system. It's fucking, it's crazy. I don't, I'd wonder why after games I would, I would just be so drained and dead. I'd go home and just pass out because I was so bloody tired. And that's because of social anxiety. I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. I was so nervous, so sick. It's bloody annoying. Honestly, it is. And like with the podcast, when I first started the podcast, getting guests on and those all those same symptoms I had before podcast episodes. But the thing is, you just got to keep doing it. You got to keep putting in the repetitions because the more you do it, the more you you get better at dealing with it and the less anxiety you get. Like now I can jump on a podcast and have little to no anxiety. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still days that whew, my anxiety is through the roof and I do have episodes where I do get really sick um, and I will spew up depending, like if it's a real big guest, like I don't know. I just put this thing in my head like it's probably – probably a lack of confidence now that I'm thinking of it it could be a lack of confidence which is then draws on my my anxiety um but yeah when I jump into that podcast dude I'm uh, I'm totally fine and then after I'm like once again why did I do that to myself and I just I just sit down and laugh I'm like you're an idiot <laughs> you're an idiot but definitely getting better and you know Yes, I'm, I'm talking to all my introverts out there. But like, also, there's probably going to be extroverts to listen to this. And extroverts can have social anxiety and can be anxious as well. And like, I guess for them, if they find themselves being anxious, they will talk more. While us introverts will probably like more than likely talk less. And that's why so many people equate, you know, introversion to shyness. And for those... For those of us who are introverted and socially anxious, we'll stop like we'll stop talking altogether and you know fail to express ourselves even if we want to. Um, for me, like I'll want to say something or I'll want to voice my opinion or thoughts, but I'd have I'd have so much brain fog that I just can't get it out or I'll just go totally blank. I'm like. I totally forgot what I wanted to say. And then once I leave that conversation, like it's happened to me in podcasts, like I would have like a great idea or like something that I wanted to say or ask during the podcast and I would get into that podcast and I would be, I would just totally forget. I would go blank. And then after the potty, I was like, man, I wish I said that. I wish I asked that. I wish I replied to that question a certain way. But during the time, you know, my mind was just blank and, as mentioned previously, like for the last 22 years, well, 23, 20, well, I only kind of discovered my intro, that I was introverted and social anxiety through the beginning of this year, last year. So the last 22, 23 years of my life, I thought it was just me. I thought it was just something I had to had to live with. Um, you know, I've mentioned before, I never felt like I really fitted in anywhere here I was, you know, 22, 23, not being able to really socially interact, very awkward, prefer to keep to myself until I did make that, you know, that big decision that what I was doing isn't sustainable, especially if I, I wanted to, you know, really impact people and 
achieve my goals, I couldn't keep being the way that I was. So I started to do my research and understand myself a lot more. And God, I'm saying and a lot today. But I think what I'm going to do is actually I'm going to give you some tips. Tips for introverts to overcome their social anxiety. Now, you know us introverts, we love to have a plan. We love to know what's going down. Number one is create a plan to face your anxiety. Write down your goal. You know, it could be to have conversations and take opportunities, you know, not let anxiety hold you back. Or if if you're in university or workplace and you have meetings and you get into those meetings or lectures and you want to ask questions, but you're always too scared to put your hand up because us introverts, we don't want to be center of attention. We don't want to put our hands up and everyone look at us. Fuck no, that's scary. I know. Um, that could be one of your goals. Put your hand up. Ask a question. Number two is break down your goal into actions you can take. So say yes to opportunities. Raise your hand in a meeting. A good one though, when talking about meetings and lectures, raise your hand and ask questions that you actually know, you already know the answer to. It's good practice. So at least you're not scared of the reaction you're going to get because you already know the answer to that question. Also, you know, it could be speak to someone new every day, even if it's a voice message. You know, that can be daunting. And for me, it was daunting. You know, phone calls, voice messages. I just like to text. And I know a lot of you do too. But recently, in the last few months, I've been doing a lot of voice messages. And it's helped me so much with my communication and also my confidence. You know, the replies I get because it's, it's more personal and the other the person on the other end is going to be like, wow, like this guy sent me a personal message. You know, I'm so grateful for that. It's made my day. I really love that. So definitely try voice messages. It, it helps a lot. It can be daunting. But as you said, the more you do it, the more confidence you gain. Number three, positive affirmations. That's a big one, real big one. You know, create like two to three mantras so like sayings that you would say to yourself so like for me i could say you know there is no such thing as a stupid question that is true all the listeners there is no such thing as a stupid question also you know i could say i will take every opportunity that comes my way that is that is probably one of that is one of mine that i've when i made that decision to make a change in my life that was the promise I made to myself is I will take every every opportunity that comes my way and I have. You know, another one could be talking to new people um, is, is good for me, is great for me. It's so true. The more people you talk to, the more people you network, oh, it's, it's, it's so good. Like one, it boosts your confidence because you can go out and then talk to someone. Two, you're possibly creating, you know, a, a new friendship, a new relationship that who knows what it could blossom into. There's there's so many benefits. And like the only downside is if you, if you talk to someone new and they go, oh, I'm not really interested in talking. It's okay. Like there's always going to be someone that's not interested in talking and that's fine. But it's the fact that you went out there and took that first step and you initiated that conversation. Because us introverts, we're not going to go and int- um, initiate that conversation like on a normal basis. But that's something we really need to start doing. Number four, look after yourself. 
eat healthy, exercise, cold showers, meditation, journaling, all that kind of stuff. Because by looking after ourselves, one, it's good for us both mentally and physically. And two, the confidence we we grow off the back of that because we feel good. Just think, the last time you know you, you ate a healthy meal, you went for a run, you feel so good after it. And when you feel good, you know, it releases, you know, those happy, happy chemicals, you know, the dopamine and all that kind of stuff. You gain confidence off the back of that, which means you're more likely to feel more confident going into social situations. Look after yourself. That's probably the big. The biggest one, though, is yes, we can make the plan. We can break down our goals. We can have the positive affirmations. We can look after us, look after ourselves. Number five, though, put it into practice every single day. As I said, it's all good to do all that stuff. But if you do it for one day, if you do it for one week, two weeks, and then just stop, come on. We've got to do it every single day. The only way to get better is to put in the repetitions. Just like me in my podcast when I started, I was horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. I couldn't sit here. I couldn't have a talk to you. I couldn't you know, get deep in the conversation. My anxiety was shot through the roof. Now over 120 episodes, 85 guests, I can sit here and do it because I've put in the repetitions. That's what you got to do. It relates to every everything in life. It's just about putting in the repetitions and getting better every single day. They're my five tips that will help you to deal with your social anxiety. Because just to wrap up what we're saying here is we can't change the fact that we're introverted, but we can work on our social anxiety and work on improving that and not letting it control us and get the best of us. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some value out of it. If you did, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. I'm really, really enjoying these these podcasts because you know this is something so personal to me and something I've been you know dealing with my whole life. And I know a lot of you have too. I know all, you know majority of the people listening to this are introverts and people who have who have social anxiety and you know anxiety in general. So I know you're going to get value out of this. I know you're going to be able to relate to my experiences and. Oh, I just love it. Thank you so much. Like the fact that you're taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Honestly, I'm so grateful and I love every single one of you and I can't wait to keep doing this. And the community we are building is fucking awesome. I love you guys. Thank you once again for tuning into this episode. Once again, if you've got some value, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Cheers.